Welcome to the Word Wednesday's Lexio Divina podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Christ the King Retreat House in Syracuse, New York. Through this ministry, Christ the King Retreat House is expanding its mission of providing opportunities for spiritual, personal growth, healing, and peace. In this Word Wednesday podcast, we will reflect on the gospel reading for the upcoming weekend. Lexio Divina will challenge us to dive deeper as we look to read, meditate, pray, and contemplate where God is leading us through His sacred word. Hey there, and welcome to the Word Wednesday Lexio Divina podcast brought to you by Christ the King Retreat House in Syracuse, New York. I am excited that you're joining us today. And I am so excited to be able to bring today's podcast for my own prayer space, um, which is right here in Solvay, New York, in my apartment. Um, this is going to sound extremely unorthodox and crazy. I'm actually going to put the pictures on Facebook um, of my prayer space, but it's in my closet and I'm sitting in between two of my dress shirts right now. And <laughs> I know this is crazy. You'll see the pictures, but... I'm looking up at my my prayer space here and I have three candles and I have a picture of Mary. I have a picture of Simon of Cyrene helping Jesus carry his cross and then a picture of Jesus up on the cross. It's a really beautiful spot. It's my own tomb and we're reflecting on Lazarus rising and coming out of the tomb today. So I just think it's the perfect moment um, and the perfect place to be able to bring my podcast to all of you today, wherever you may be. One, one point of advice that I'd bring to any of the listeners out there today is that you should have your own prayer space at home. Um, I think one of the most beautiful things that I've had, I have a beautiful adoration chapel back at the retreat house, and thanks be to God when the Eucharist is right there in front of me in that chapel. But also to have your own place to pray at home, whether you're doing Lexio Divina or maybe you're doing the Ignatian exercises um, or you're sitting there just simply reading a few Bible verses in the morning and just silently praying as asking where God to lead you today. It's a beautiful thing to have a prayer spot. So I know that some of us during this time um, have some time on our hands. So if you're at home this week, I invite you to create that prayer space um, and really create a spot that's peaceful and a place that you can grow closer to the Lord. And that would be awesome, awesome. So let's begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Bring that fire of your love to our hearts today. Send forth your Holy Spirit to guide our hearts and our minds to grow closer to you through your sacred word. Help us to detract from all of those things that may be holding us back today, whether it's a distraction from maybe a conference call we just got off of, or it's a a distraction from all the kids that we've had to deal with today. I know that they've been home for a little while, so sometimes they may be a distraction for us. So please help separate us from that. Bring us closer to you in everything that we do. And we want to especially pray to our mother in heaven right now, who is praying for us um, during this time as we pray to her. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For those who have not joined us for Lexio Divina before, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read um, the Bible passage for this weekend, for this Sunday, which comes from John 11. The story of Lazarus is an amazing thing, hearing about him rising from the tomb. Um, We're going to read all about that. So I just invite you to listen first, and then afterwards I'll give you some further instruction on what to do as we move forward. 
Again, this comes from John 11. The sisters of Lazarus sent word to Jesus saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise. Martha said, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. He became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me. But because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe in him. As we continue to reflect on what this story could mean for us as we head into the next week during Lent. I'm going to read this story a second time, and I invite you to listen to the Word of God and focus on a word or phrase that may be sticking out to you, maybe a place where the Holy Spirit could be leading you through the sacred word. And I will ask you that you hold on to it, and then I'll give you further instruction as we move forward. Again, this comes from John 11, this weekend's gospel. 
The sisters of Lazarus sent word to Jesus, saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. He became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe in him. What was that word or phrase that stuck out to you as I read that that second time? For me it was, but because of the crowd. But what was that word or phrase for you? You see here that Mary and Martha bring their needs to Jesus. You see, if you could meet the needs of other people, then you could definitely meet your needs. Did your word or phrase have to deal with some needs that you have in your own life? Another fascinating thing about this scripture passage is you see that he remained in the place for two days. He didn't act right away which was probably mystifying at the time for the disciples. 
because he had the ability to raise Lazarus right away if he had to, but he waited. In what ways in our life have we waited for God to respond? How did we feel during those times? Did it feel probably like torture like it did to Mary or Martha? And was it difficult for you and for I to during that time of waiting? Is the time of waiting for you now? Are you the one waiting in the tomb like Lazarus? You see that Mary and Martha are both going through a tough trial here, but Martha is extremely disappointed here and tells Jesus that if he had been here, things could have been different. Lazarus would not be dead if you had been here, Jesus. Are there times in your life as you're reflecting right now where you feel like Jesus wasn't there? You felt like he wasn't there. God wasn't there and present to you. Maybe that's what your word or phrase is around, but I, I love this portion of scripture that comes up here. It says this, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. And he says, do you believe this? And my question for you, maybe your word or phrase dealt around this, is do you believe it? Do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ being present in your life in this kind of way that he can raise you wherever you need raising in your life? I want you to take a few moments to meditate on that word or phrase what it could truly mean and where the Holy Spirit could be leading. You see that Mary and Martha, they present their needs to Jesus. And I'm going to ask you to present your needs to Jesus now as you pray to him. Ask him for clarity around this word or phrase that's sticking out to you in your mind. Ask for clarity about perhaps a couple of different things that stuck out to you in this passage. I invite you now to, to pray to him, to talk to Jesus, to ask him to call you out of the tomb if you feel like you're stuck in your own personal tomb in your life. Take a few moments to pray to him now. In the eyes of Martha and Mary, you just witnessed 
something absolutely fascinating, seeing Lazarus raised from the dead. Through this whole sequence, I want you to think about what it would be like to be Martha in this sequence. Do you feel like you relate to Martha and Mary in this idea of, you know, feeling like God wasn't there, wasn't present? Do you feel like Jesus needs to meet needs in your own life? Like this idea of having a Lazarus that we need to be raised from the dead. I want you to look at Jesus right now, face to face. And I want you to contemplate his face and what it looks like in this moment, but also bring your needs to him. It may even be Lazarus in this sequence. Maybe you felt like you need to be pulled out of your tomb. You need to be brought back to life when it comes to your faith. When you look at Jesus in the eyes of Lazarus, how does he look to you? I invite you to contemplate any one of those images for a moment's time. As we go into this upcoming week, I invite you to continue to reflect on this passage and what it means for you. And I always encourage people that when they come to watch Mass, and I know that a lot of us are going to be watching Mass from home this Sunday, I invite you to just really dive into what this gospel could mean for your own personal life. Even as the priest or the deacon is reading it, you know, it could even challenge you to dive into something further as you go into the next week. So I just invite you to really continue to pray on this passage this week and create an action plan for what this could mean for your own personal life. But I want to conclude in prayer real quick. So let's conclude in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for touching our hearts and our minds through sacred scripture today. As we go forward throughout our week, just continue to crack open our hearts when it comes to this scriptural passage, whether it means us needing to come out of the tomb, whether we need to be raised to life, whether it's us believing in you more, us trusting you more, us giving you our everything in all that we do. Even during those times where we may be disappointed because we felt like you're not there. We know deep in our hearts that you are there, Lord. You're always there with us. You're always present with us. But continue to serve that as a reminder for us as we go throughout our weeks to come, especially during this season of Lent. We ask this in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I am so thankful that you joined me for this week's episode of the Alexio Divina podcast brought to you by Christ the King of Treehouse. I hope that you have a very blessed week. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for our Word Wednesday podcast. 
For more information about this podcast or to see what retreats Christ the King Treehouse can offer for listeners like you, please visit our website, ctkretreat.com. God bless.